You're listening to Much Love Sarah, the podcast that has the to the point answers you need for all things wedding. We talk about everything from timelines to guest lists to how to choose your bridal party and all the tiny details in between. I share from my experience in the wedding industry, help you think through the things you might not have considered, and leave you feeling confident in the decisions that you're making. Are you ready to leave wedding planning stress behind? You're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Much Love Sarah. I'm super excited that you are tuning into this week's episode. We're going to talk more about timelines because I know how crazy, crazy timelines can be. And there's just so much that goes into them and so many things to think about. So far, we've covered the major building blocks of your timeline um, and how long different parts of your wedding days take. So those are two episodes. They were just recently let out. So just scroll back just a tiny bit and you'll find two different episodes on those two things. Um, And those are where you start for your timeline things. But today, we're going to chat about all the other tiny little parts of your day that you really need to write down on your timeline. Because typically, if you don't write them on your timeline, they typically then don't happen. So we want we want to write these down. This is going to be like on your master timeline list of everything. I personally, for my wedding, then took, uh, I guess a kind of a bonus tip here for you is I took the master list and then I broke it down into more manageable things. So I made a groomsman timeline and I made a bridesmaids timeline and I made a, you know, a big overview just for the photographer sort of timeline because they don't know need to necessarily know some of these things. But you want to have it on your big overall one for your day of coordinator or your person who's helping you make all of the things happen. You want them to know all of these things. They need to be on there so that someone makes sure that these happen. So here we go. Just a list of all of the things to also make sure you throw in there and you know the timing of. So the first one is, is you want to mark down when all of your vendors are supposed to arrive and leave. So you want to look back on your contracts that you've signed. How many hours are they supposed to be there for? How many hours do they need to set up? Like pre-ceremony, sometimes it's based pre-ceremony, sometimes it's based pre-reception, like pre-ceremony would be your DJ, that sort of, your photographer, your videographer, uh, your officiant, all would be like pre-ceremony timing. And then for the reception, it would be things like your caterer and your dessert. Florist would also be pre-ceremony too. I forgot about them. That would be pre-ceremony. So those are all ones that you're going to want to mark down when they're coming to set up so that you know your day of coordinator knows, your person who's coordinating things knows when to expect all of these people to arrive and know like when they're late. Okay, cool. I need to reach out to them. They're definitely late at this point. You also want to mark when they leave, so end of their coverage time. With a florist, they just come for setup. Sometimes they need to come and collect things, like if you're borrowing photos or vases and that sort of thing, they need to come by afterwards. So you want to mark that they're coming by to pick things up afterwards. Um, DJs don't leave usually to the end of the night. Sometimes a photographer or videographer will leave early. If your catering staff isn't doing all of the cleanup afterwards for you, they'll leave early. But you want to kind of make sure that you mark that, okay, I know that this person is leaving then, so we need to make sure that X, Y, and Z happens before they leave. Cool? That's also just like no one else really needs to know that other than your coordinator, but it's good to have it on your master timeline. You should also build in an extra 10 minutes or so for touch-ups from your hair and makeup artist if they don't already add that into their timing. 
I can't tell you how many times they've been like, okay, we're done and they're done on time. But then it happens that then they need to put lipstick on everyone or someone's curls to fall in some or something got knocked. And so it's always better for them to have a little bit of extra time for your hair and makeup um, if they don't add it on already just to plan for those Ooh, extra touch up, extra this, you know, my false eyelashes falling off. These things happen. It's better to be prepared and to have extra time than to be stressing about it. You should also plan five to 10 minutes to run to the bathroom. You as the bride run to the bathroom, brush your teeth, you know, those sorts of things before you get your dress on. So right after you're done with hair and makeup and if you're getting, getting ready photos, like, you know, you and your girls and your PJs or whatever, And then you want about five to 10 minutes in there to run to the bathroom, brush your teeth, floss, drink of water, whatever you want to do in there um, before getting your dress on. Because usually you need to do it anyways. And sometimes if you're running a little late, there's then not enough time. So again, my motto with timelines is it's always better to have a little bit of extra time than to not have enough. You'll be thanking yourself. It'll make your day more relaxed. You'll be more relaxed if you're like, wow, we're ahead of schedule didn't need those 10 minutes. That's great. I'd prefer that you don't need them than to be really sad that you didn't have them. Another thing that you need to write down, and this is because I love you and because I don't want you falling over on your wedding day and your bridesmaids too, plan 15 to 20 minutes for lunch to eat something. Usually, you know, you're finishing up getting ready right about lunchtime and or like it's like one or so. And if you don't plan that someone's bringing lunch or um, you set aside time for it, you don't eat. And that usually means that you haven't eaten since, you know, 8 a.m. for your with your muffin for breakfast or whatever you did. You've had mimosas or, you know, other fun drinks. And then you don't really eat until like dinner time, especially if you're the bride. You don't typically get, you maybe get a bite of cocktail hour, but you don't really get a whole lot of food unless you specifically plan to be at cocktail hour. But, you know, if you don't plan to be at cocktail hour, you're missing out on eating. And that means you're not eating since like 8 a.m. So you can do this one of two ways. You can have a whole bunch of like food spread out and just have like a grazing board all day of fruits and, you know, small sandwiches and muffins and pastries and however you want to do that. Have a grazing board and have your bridesmaids make sure you've eaten something that day. I know you're nervous. I know you're stressed, but please, please eat something. Your bridesmaids will also thank you too, because they'll be in the same boat. And no one wants to stand up front for 30 minutes or so during your ceremony feeling like they're going to pass out because they're hungry. So please, please make sure you eat something. I'm not too worried about the dudes eating. They typically are hungry and they'll find something to eat. I'm not worried about them. It's you and your girls that need something to eat during the day. You should also have marked on there when certain people should be dressed because I guarantee you if you don't have it on there, they're not going to be ready in time for things. So this means bridesmaids. You should mark when bridesmaids are getting dressed. You should mark when the groom should be dressed. You should mark when the groomsmen are getting dressed and when your parents should be dressed. You need to take into consideration of, are you doing a first look with any of these people? Like with your bridesmaids, with the groom and or your dad or a parent or a parent figure, that sort of thing. You need them dressed before that. Uh, This is also to make sure your groom's ready for the first look, make sure that the groomsmen are ready for groomsmen photos and or, you know, some hanging out photos in their getting ready space if you want those. Um, For your parents, if, you know, your mom's going to help you with zip up, she typically likes being in her dress. 
for those photos to make them look a little bit nicer. So it's super helpful for all of those people and the stress of the day. If you just go, okay, mom needs to be dressed at this time and your groom needs to be dressed at this time and so on and so forth. It just helps keep the day running smoothly. It helps your day of coordinator check in and be like, okay, mom, like, are you dressed yet? Okay, maybe we should, you know, you're done helping for now. Thanks for your help. But like, let's move on into you going and getting yourself ready so that you're ready on time. And you as the bride aren't stressed because your mom's not dressed in time for things or, you know, the groom's running late because he got caught up playing pool with the guys. It's just, it makes life easier. Communication, straightforwardness. So I need you dressed at this point. Removes all sense of stress that you might have. You probably also want to schedule in a minute to touch up your lipstick or uh, makeup or whatever it is uh, pre-ceremony, especially if you've done a first look or any sort of photos ahead of time. Um, Especially if you've done a first look, you're probably going to kiss at some point. Lipstick might rub off. If there might be tears, you might want to touch up a little bit. This also comes into handy if your hair and makeup artist leaves a little touch-up bag. It makes your life easier. Um, But yeah, you want a couple minutes to do that pre-ceremony. And then after the ceremony, after all of your photos and that sort of thing, you want to schedule about five minutes to bustle your dress. Yes, at least five minutes because it usually takes a few minutes to find the person who knows how to bustle your dress. And then it takes a few minutes to find all the hooks and the buttons and that sort of thing. Uh, As your photographer, I'm always happy. I've bustled a billion and one dresses. So I can help you bustle your dress too. But, you know, sometimes you have the French bustle that... There's all sorts of weird hooks to find. Um, So you want to make sure you plan time for someone to be found to bustle your dress and then time to actually bustle your dress. It's also sometimes helpful to mark down um, someone bringing you appetizers or drinks out to for you as you and the uh, you and the groom to enjoy right after family photos. If you aren't going to be able to go to cocktail hours, so you haven't done your first look, or you're just taking photos, or you're going to have a few moments to yourself. Um, like I said, with the whole eating thing, you've passed your nerves. Now you're really hungry and it's still an hour to dinner time at least. Um, so sometimes it's nice to mark down like, yeah, bring us appetizers and kind of assign that to a person and give it a specific time. Again, it just helps your coordinator be like, ah, yes, this needs to happen. And I need to make sure this person is doing the thing that they're supposed to. That doesn't need to be on a specific timeline, but your master timeline, super helpful. Another thing to mark down is when are your things getting put in your car? Um, So you have your bag, like if you didn't get ready at home and that sort of thing, you need your bag and all of your stuff from getting ready at the venue to be put in your getaway car at some point. Sometimes the coordinator takes care of this stuff for you. Sometimes it's your maid of honor. Sometimes it's a bridesmaid. Um, Same might be a groomsman, that sort of thing. But you want to make sure you note that like, okay, this person is in charge of doing that and you know, it'll get put in the car around this time. Similar to that, you also want to make a note of who's in charge of pulling the getaway car around. So if you're not renting a car, you're not getting on a bus, you know, all of those sorts of things, and someone's going to be driving away, you want to make sure that the person who's in charge of pulling the car around does it on time and that it's there waiting for you. This typically also happens if your bridal party is going to decorate your car. They take care of that. Um, but it's just also a good thing. Better be safe than sorry. That sort of thing. Um, a couple, two other just like fun things that if you decide you want to do it, like these are things you should also write down on your uh, timeline is, are you getting changed at any point? Do you have a reception outfit? Um, I recently saw a bride and groom change into sweats for their getaway. They, um, snuck away about 
15, 20 minutes before the end of the night and changed into their sweats to then do their exit and sweats for their getaway driving car. I think they were driving a little bit, but you want to make sure that you write it in there so that you can be pulled from the dance floor at the correct time to, to uh, get changed if you're doing an exit outfit and or if you're doing a reception outfit, at what point is that going to to happen? Is it right after dinner? Is it right after toasts? You know, build time in for that. Who's helping you? Those sorts of things. The last thing is just kind of fun, um, and it's become more of a trend nowadays, is doing flash photos of the two of you together. I know you've done a billion and one other fun photos together during the day. You might be really tired of smiling, but these are also just kind of really fun party vibes, especially like if you're in a hotel and stuff like that. They are just super vibey. I promise if you like Google on Pinterest, you know, flash after party photos at a wedding or something along those lines, a whole bunch of fun ideas will come up and they're vibey and completely different from all other parts of your day. I really suggest these two if you're doing a reception outfit because you want more photos in the cute outfit that you spent money on and you've been thinking of wearing. So just those things. All right. So that's my list for now. I'm sure I will come up with more in the future. And when I do, and I'm like, that should have been on the list. I will make another episode. So these are the things that come to my mind first and foremost. Um, I'll give just a quick run through again. When your vendors arrive and leave, uh, 10 extra minutes for hair and makeup touch-ups if they don't already add that into their timeline. Five to 10 minutes to run to the bathroom, brush your teeth, etc. before putting your dress on. 15 to 20 minutes to eat something. If you don't have a grazing board out, like plan, plan that lunch, ladies. Do it for yourself. Do it for your bridesmaids. Uh, when certain people on your wedding day should be dressed. A minute to touch up your lipstick after photos before the ceremony, especially if you're doing a first look and other photos ahead of time. About five minutes to bustle your dress uh, to find your people and get it done. Uh, when someone should bring you appetizers or drinks out to enjoy, typically like right after family photos is a good idea, uh, and who's going in charge of that. When are your things getting put in your car, and when is the car being pulled around slash who are in charge of those things? And the bonus ones of are you changing at any point? Make sure you plan time in for that, and do you want to get any flash photos? So I hope that was super helpful. I know timelines are stressful, Again, always send me a message. I'm happy to talk you through things or give you the, well, are you doing this or that questions and helping you think through all of that. Send me a DM. I'm happy to chat with you about it. You might get a voice message in response, but it is what it is. And I'm, I'm again, so happy to talk about it. Text me your questions. Timelines are hard, especially when you've never had to do anything even close to this in your life before to even like guess all of the things that you need to include in it. Like I said, I'll do more in the future on timelines, but that kind of wraps up the most important things about timelines that you need for right now. If this was super helpful for you, I'd love to hear about it on Insta. Take a screenshot, share it to your stories, tag me in it. It helps me know what's helpful for you. It helps me know what you want to hear about more in the future. And it's super motivating to me that knowing that it actually is a good thing for you guys and that you're learning things and all of that stuff. It's super encouraging for me too. Anyways, I will talk to you all again next week. I cannot wait for it. I love talking with you about all things weddings. I hope this episode was so helpful and that you feel ready to accomplish the next thing on your list. I would so appreciate it if you took two minutes to leave a review or share this episode on Instagram. It helps me know what you love so I can continue to answer the questions that are most important to you. 
Can't wait to chat next week. Much love, Sarah. <laughs>